You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive, start, Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. Unbelievable. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America. Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Oh, here we go. It's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Welcome to the showgram. It is uh, the premier home for motorsports, but unless you're a newbie, you know that. I'm Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. It's uh, Race Central. It's the drive from 3 to 5 every Friday afternoon here on the Blowtorch from Motorsports. So that would be ESPN Radio AM 1600 on the AM dial, FM 104.3, the fan sounding resplendent. In HD Channel 2 in high definition, 98.1 uh, for the Northern Territories and always streaming around the country and around the globe at the website that makes you a smarter and better and now redesigned motorsports fan. That's racecentralmedia.com. Fast Friday, great to be with you. I, I am fired up. Uh, we're going to go, I mean, we're going to. Do what we always do and hopefully make you think, make you ponder, make you smarter. But we're going to go heavy NHRA, the National Hot Rod Association, as we lead up to the Mile High Nationals just a week away. And if you're a regular, you know I love the smell of nitro in the morning. And, uh, boy, what a lineup we've got. We're a week away from the Mile High Nationals. One of the – well, it, it truly is one of the – Premier, uh, gold standard, uh, favored, whatever acronym, adjective, whatever you want to use, Thunder on the Mountain is one hell of a weekend. Uh, One of the largest uh, events of any type in uh, the Rocky Mountain area. Uh, Actually, one of the biggest in the country is the uh, the Hogback draws uh, hundreds plus thousands every year for the Mile High Nationals. It, it's a favorite stop for the drivers. Trust me. I mean, you, you they talk about it on the program, and boy, will they today, and have they in the past. But uh, it's just a favorite stop. And for decades, well, I don't want to say decades, for a, a decade or a better part of Thursday night would have been the uh, formerly known as a Mopar a uh, big block party, downtown Golden, 40,000, 50,000 people, and always a real hoot nanny. Uh, yeah, you can mark that down at uh, three minutes after the hour. I said, hoot nanny, don't ask me to spell it, but I can say it. Um, it's just, it's a fun vibe. There are a few stops on the tour every year, the circus, which is the NHRA, that are our favorites. Uh, certainly Pomona. They start the season in Pomona, the little thing that Wally Parks did way back in the day when he invented the NHRA, and then they wrap the season up in Pomona also. They bookend it, which is something I thought might be a good idea for NASCAR uh, for a long time. You know, start the season in Daytona, finish it in Daytona, but now they finish it in Phoenix, which is just fine with me because who doesn't want to be in the Valley of the Sun in November when it's 82 degrees, a little breeze in November, and it's beautiful. The nice high 60s, low 70s. I mean, it's just a it's a really good time. And what they've done at the facility there with the new infield and the whole fan-friendly vibe, uh, it's, it's a good time. But, boy, 
Uh, the Mopar Big Block Party was something very near and dear to my heart. We would do a live remote every Thursday uh, during the Big Block Party from the Table, uh, Table Mountain Inn, uh, right on the street there, and we'd shoot Race Central TV. And we would have truly, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a bragocious uh, or bragocious, depending uh, you, where you want to go with that, uh, hundreds of people out in front uh, rooting and cheering and just a lot of fun. And the big stage up there, and Kenny Sargent and Crash Gladys doing their silly gig. I remember one year they had uh, all the Mopar boys, uh, Alan Johnson, Gary Selzy, uh, Ron Caps. God, who else? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. But uh, all the Mopar, because it was the Mopar big block party. They had them inter, they had them intertubing down uh, Clear Creek there, whatever the, 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 the massive river that's running through there right now is, uh, down by the Golden Hotel. And they had them up there in uh, bikinis with, like, uh, a shell um, uh, tops, you know, like the top of a bikini and grass skirts and just wild and crazy. And great bands just ramming and jamming and having a good old time. And the big car show. That would be, uh, you know, the Rocky Mountain Mopar Club and all the Mopar people there. It just, it just was a great way to kick off the weekend. Unfortunately, that little thing you probably read about in all the papers, that COVID thing, uh, yeah, killed uh, the big block party. Uh, it, was, it was kind of reaching, well, it was getting tougher to put on. From what I understand through uh, my insiders, uh, the city of Golden pushing back. Well, they've been pushing back very hard on what's called the Golden Super Cruise for all us gearheads. Um, you know, the streets all blocked. Uh, STK back there banging on the. Uh, the <laughs> I'm going to be giving it to her a little bit today because she's got her her New York Yankees hat on. Are you a Yankees fan? She STK is a Yankees fan and she washed her car. It looks good. Looks good. Since it's cold in here, she needs a blanket. So anybody close by want to drop by a blanket here at the Ivory Tower, we uh, will take it. Uh, even if it's, uh, uh, you know, if it's a dog's blanket. Uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to have a good time today. Uh, I love talking drag racing and I love talking to you. We've got a couple open segments. If you want to jump, uh, jump in, our first guest leading off the program this afternoon will be uh, one of our favorite guys. Uh, and he's now doing the the Tony Stewart thing and having a great season. He picked up right where he left off last year. That would be Mr. Matt Hagan. I'll give you more of a rundown as we get into the program, but uh, we're going to have a lot of fun today. So bef- between now and the bottom of the hour, if you want to jump in, talk a little drag racing, NASCAR, funny car, uh, indie car, boy. Wait for it. The consternation which is going on at Andretti Autosport is mind-blowing. And we'll talk about that today. Also, Formula One, a, a very difficult race uh, last weekend at the uh, at the British Grand Prix at Silverstone. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, best finish of the season. He gets a third, albeit by a, a lot of attrition, a horrifying accident in the first lap, a uh, car upside down, you know, just yikes, uh, which, you know, a lot of people – make fun of it. They don't like the new halo system on Formula One cars. Uh, I've said uh, for years and for the old timers, you'll remember uh, we called flip-flops Zoris back in the days and it, it kind of looks like a Formula One car with a with a Zori or flip-flop over the uh, uh, you know driver compartment, but 
as it's done before. Last year, the big Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen crash probably saved Max's life. Uh, There's no doubt in this scenario, as the car was bouncing on the halo at, you know, 130, 40 miles an hour and then went uh, barrel rolling upside down and then slammed. Fortunately, wheels first and bottom of the tub first into the catch fencing. Just uh, it is amazing what the new safety things have done uh, in IndyCar. Uh, Jimmy Johnson probably saved by the the halo or the the cockpit uh, design. I like I like the IndyCar design better. It looks cooler. Uh, but of course, it's kind of like uh, the 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 Navy and the Air Force and the Army and you know all that good stuff. Uh, you know it, the competition. Uh, I'll tell you a very funny story. Was you know the program how that played out uh, as I took a private tour years ago on the USS Carl Vinson. But uh, it's it's like the Air Force and the Navy have to just tweak a little bit their jets so they can say mine's better than yours and la 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 and. Uh, yeah, so Formula One, of course, would not adopt the IndyCar strategy, which I like a lot better, albeit it had some issues initially as the cockpit temperatures were just unbearable. And they you know, got that cooling system installed and found a way to, uh, to vent the air better and stuff like that. But uh, we got a lot to get to. NHRA leading the, sh- the show, Graham, today. Uh, Matt Hagen on the program. Also one of our good friends, uh, Justin Ashley on the program. And then one of the most legendary motorsports writers in the world, my good friend Gordon Kirby and Robert Hype. So we got a stacked show Love to talk to you. It is Race Central on the radio, brought to you by Coyote Motorsports. A short drive of I-25, 0% financing on the CF Motos, and Denver's only star, certified dealer, Cole Pars, Hobbytowns, ColePar.com on the web, and, of course, Total Beverage, the fastest pit stop for all your beverage, confection, food, and cigar needs. Uh, and the Friday Flash sale, too, at in-store tastings. It is Race Central on the radio. Visit the new redesigned website, Sign up for the newsletter right there on the homepage. It's racecentralmedia.com. We'll get to that Andretti Auto Sports story. It's a doozy after this. It's amazing. It's amazing. So amazing. So amazing. It's amazing. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports. Your host, Kurt Hansen. A quarter after the hour, it is the... Uh, well, the premier home for over 20 years here in the Mile High City and around the country and around the globe. Always strike me at racecentralmedia.com. Uh, take a look at the website. It's uh, new and redesigned and some very cool stuff there. And I implore you to uh, sign up for our newsletter. You can just hit the black icon on the homepage that says sign up for the newsletter. That's how you find out first and foremost of all the cool stuff that we have going on as we've got. Well, we've got a lot going on. Uh, the, the season is about midway uh, for most of the, the series. And, uh, I mean, we don't leave you stranded when all the networks go dark. Come, uh, well, come, you know, the end of November anyway. We still are loud and proud here on Race Central on the radio and also Race Central TV. Anywhere you can hear my voice in America and actually around the globe if you're on the stream, uh, you can watch Race Central TV. You can watch it here uh, right in the metro on Denver Comcast. You can also watch us on Roku, on the Revan Network, the Action Channel, and always, of course, streaming at racecentralmedia.com. Our newest show is up on the site. It's getting rave reviews. And uh, if you're a gearhead, uh, you know, don't, no muss, no fuss. Just go to racecentralmedia.com. It's right there. But anywhere around the country, you can find us. Check your local uh, programmers for times, channels, and stuff 
in your uh, market. So, and I'll, I'll get to that Andretti story in a second, but uh, this is good news. It, um, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, conversations over the last few years about, you know, boo-hoo, boo-hoo, racing this, racing that, blah, blah, blah. Still the number one spectator sport in the world, the number one spectator sport in America. A lot of people find that, uh, well, a lot of people find it that interesting. A lot of people don't believe it. It's just, it's not me making it up. That's what our good friends at Nielsen and Scarborough tell us. And, uh, I mean, there'll be 100, probably 150,000. That's right, 150,000 on the Hogback next weekend for the Mile High Nationals. And it's fun. You don't even have to be a drag racing or a motorsports fan to like it. It's, it's fun for the family. And, boy, the, the uh, as I like to say, if you uh, went to the Mile Highs with a kidney stone, after the first round of Nitro, you won't have one. The concussion, the shock, the, the shock and awe, which especially Friday night when the fuel cars uh, light them up, uh, you've got you know, 30,000 horsepower leaving the line and flames 15 feet in the air coming off the pipes. It's pretty impressive to say the least. I, and I hate to say this, but... And one of our guests uh, today, Robert Height, we had him on. Well, we have Robert a lot because uh, I, I, I like all these guys. I have great friendships with all of them. And but Robert and I, we went uh, uh, skeet shooting a couple of years ago, and he was here, and we had a really good time. And, you know, <clears throat> he's just, you know, he's just, a, these guys are all solid. They're like hockey players, you know. It's a solid, solid dudes and, and great fans. And uh, um, But Robert said it a couple of years ago. I asked him about the, well, the advent of all this, um, you know, driverless race cars, IndyCar's already tried that out. Uh, uh, it harkens to that scene in what looked like a Prius in uh, Total Recall, uh, where it had the robot driver uh, talking to uh, good old Arnie. Um, yeah, who'd have, who'd have thought that 10 years ago that was really going to be a thing? But Formula E... Pikes Peak, a lot of electric vehicles now. <clears throat> the, the the outright world record on Pikes Peak is it was set by a Volkswagen per se, uh, basically a, a GTP prototype car that was all electric, beautiful car and wicked fast. That uh, Roman Grosjean, Roman Grosjean, listen to me, Roman Dumas, uh, a Frenchman, not talking about Roman Grosjean, the Belgian, but we will talk about him in a minute about the Andretti thing, because that is a real thing. But the advent of electrical ve- uh, electric vehicles, race cars, you got Formula E, you got a lot of the hill climbs with electric cars, you have electric cars being tried in the IndyCar series. Can you imagine that? Think about that. You have Roman Grosjean sitting on a table with uh, like a drone, as a drone operator, with the DHL car running around the racetrack, and he's manipulating it with hands with a little dude sitting there in the cockpit with a helmet painted like his is a placeholder. No. Not working for me. I had somebody tell me the other day, a real smart guy, real wealthy guy. The internal combustion engine, these are now dinosaurs. <clears throat> it might be. Major manufacturers going away from internal combustion engines. Mopar is no more. It's gone. I mean, anybody under 
probably 40, maybe even 50 now at this point, has no idea what Mopar means. I will tell you later in the show. Years ago, the Mopar Mile High Nationals went to the Chrysler Mile High Nationals because as the Mopar brand goes away, they want to sell minivans. I get it. Sad. What makes drag racing exciting is what makes drag racing exciting. And Robert said, as I meander my way to my point uh, a couple years ago, I said, Robert, how, how about this? Height into the lanes. He's staged. He's off. And the right lane winner. To which he replied, Kurt, it will be over. Think about it. Think about going to a football game, but they turn the volume off. I mean, much like during COVID, football games, they piped in crowd noise. Could you imagine sitting and watching your your 90-inch 4K plasma thingamajig on the wall? First and 10, he drops back. It's dropped. How's that going to work out for you? Part of what makes sports and especially motorsports exciting is the visceral, visual, and the shock and awe of thunder, power, explosion. And talk about explosion, as I say, you know, 15,000 horsepower, under four second, well, it used to be quarter of a mile, 1,000 foot now, no more 1320. I have a great story about a movie that was being made called 1320 until... It wasn't 1320. I got a lot to talk about today. I'm in a great mood. I'd love for you to join me at 303-844-3776. We've uh, got a few minutes to go where we can take your call. That's 303-844-3776. If you've you've got an opinion, you want to counter me, you want to beat up on me, that's okay. As that one great great football coach said, I'm a man. I'm 40 years old. I can handle it. God, I wish I was 40 again. Sid, the kid's looking at me like I'm like uh, completely out of my mind today. I probably am. It's a nice, uh, nice, a, a sticky, hot, fast Friday. And boy, will it be fast next week. Uh, Friday night qualifying, something not to be missed. The shock and awe. I, I worry, I worry about motorsports in the sense that, again, I mean, stick and ball is TV numbers for motorsports are way up all across the board, which leads me finally to the story I was going to get to about five minutes ago before I got to my crazy rant. And that is that ESPN is close to a new deal to keep carrying Formula One. Good for them. They've done a really great job. And by the way, adding Danica Patrick uh, for the Canadian race, I thought I thought she added a lot. TP was a little rough when she started doing TV at first. It was just, you know, yeah, living on the legacy, gravy training the, the flock of Grant, Danica fan, Danica, easy for me to say, Danica Patrick fans. She does a good job. I think she's an asset. She'll, she's good now. I'd like to see Danica come back. Maybe in, I don't know. 
I, I, I don't know, and I'm going to ask Tony Stewart this. Actually, he won't be here next week. He's doing SRX Saturday night, which is really good. The latest edition of Race Central TV has uh, the last SRX show in it. Also, Formula One highlights, some IndyCar highlights, some really good stuff. That's what we do. I asked Tony in Phoenix in February if uh, we'd see Leah, uh, his, his lovely bride, uh, in an SRX car, and he kind of smiled. I asked Leah the same thing. She smiled. No. They should put Danica Patrick in an SRX car. Your thoughts, reaction, shock and awe. Just around the corner of the Mile High Nationals next week. It is the premier home for motorsports. It is Race Central. On the radio, watch Race Central TV anywhere. You can hear my voice and easily is found at racecentralmedia.com. Uh, STK and I are working on a project that will uh, roll out here pr- pretty soon. It's going to be real exciting. If uh, you can't get enough of us on Fridays and on Race Central TV, there will be more, 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 more of us, which is better for more of you. Less of me and more of you is a good thing. Brought to you by Colpar Hobbies, Colpar.com, Coyote Motorsports, CoyoteMotorsports.com, DreamCars, DreamCars.com, and Total Beverage, the Friday flash sale, in-store tastings, and the fastest pit stop anywhere in Colorado for all your confection foods and needs. And the Big Car Show, Saturday, August 6th at the Westie location, a 9 to 2. You can register, register machine, get a very cool VIP package if you register now on the website or on Facebook. Total Bev, Facebook slash Total Beverage. Uh, good stuff coming up. One uh, of the guys, one of the fellas. The omnipresent and picked up right where he left off last year. Uh, the Dodge Power Brokers. It's a funny car. It's Matt Hagen coming up next. Thirty-one minutes after the hour, uh, the theme song to one of my favorite shows. Man, how good was Miami Vice? I mean, that was the the epitome of the eighties, huh? Uh, all the the craziness of Miami and South Beach, uh, Thunderboat, uh, Thunderboat. I was saying bold, but Thunderboat Alley, where wow, uh, the Woodingtons and Lanier's uh, trafficked a lot of drugs uh, <laughs> in twin hull uh, offshore boats and all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, the Miami Vice Party. I remember that we had a party in San Francisco at the Fairmont one year at the height of uh, Miami Vice. And my, my dear friend uh, and my, my best man and one of my great friends, Robert, Day and I, we uh, dressed up as uh, as Tubbs and Crockett, and we went to the Miami Vice party. The place was packed, and uh, we won. I, I don't remember that we won anything, but it was pretty cool. And and way back in the day, before long before I got in radio, uh, my radio station as I started my career, KNBR in San Francisco was there. Uh, all the all the news outlets were there. It was, it was just a lot of fun. Um, 
Man, it's good to be an old guy. I mean, uh, you know, I, I will never make fun of uh, youthful inexperience. Uh, you know, it, it just, uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, SDK is working hard behind the glass back there, and it looks like uh, we've got the, the man of the moment, uh, my good friend, and I'm honored to have him on the show as always. The uh, Well, it's, 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 it's Matt Hagen, and Matt, you, you picked up right where you left off last year. Yeah, we're trying, man. You know, we got a, a great team. You know, obviously we've been together for a while, but you know, the biggest thing is that we're just uh, got some good energy right now, man. And you know, Robert Hyde, he's going to be tough all year, and I think we're going to be tough. So it's going to be a dogfight out there between two or three of us. So you know, and it's it's always fun. Well, we're talking to Matt Hagen. It's uh, it's 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 Mile High Nationals time. It's a favorite stop on the NHRA Tour. He's uh, driving the Dodge Power Brokers. A Dodge Charger SRT Hellcat, a badass uh, hot rod, as uh, John Force would say. You know, here's a funny thing. Uh, and I was in Phoenix when you and Robert went to head, head-to-head in the finals, if memory serves me correct. And Robert was supposed to be on last segment, but he, he had a flight issue. So now you're in your provisional P1. He ain't making the show today. Oh, there we go. So, so he, we picked yeah. up right where you left off. And last year I told you, at the press conference, and not to jinx anything, because you said every time you come here, you're on fire, uh, literally. Yeah. And, and you, you, yeah. you weren't. You won. But uh, now you've just gone to provisional P1. Robert's got a week to catch up. And uh, right now you're, you're, you're P1, bud. I like it. I like it. Anytime I get on your show, I'm tickled to death, Kurt. You know, you guys do a great job at promoting out there, you know, with this, this whole Band of Mirror deal with it Dodge-sponsored. And, you know, the Power Broker deal, man, I'm really excited about it because, you know, a lot of people don't even know what that is. And, you know, my we've been a Dodge dealer at home here for 47 years, you know, and, and we're actually a Power Broker here, you know. What's cool about this whole deal, and, I mean, we might as well talk about it for a second, but is that, you know, you can take your, your Hellcat or your, your Demon or whatever it is, you know, your scat pack and, and pick up this stuff to soup it up, man, and it keeps it under the, the warranty of the uh, the vehicle. So you go out there and put these parts and pieces on there and you hang a rod out of it, you get a new motor, you know, so it's not on you. So that's what's really cool about these power brokers. I think there's going to be like a 100 of them over the country that spread out where you can take your vehicles to and do this stuff. So we back here at home uh, are, a, are a power broker dealer as well. So uh, it's pretty cool to be able to like promote it and then really see it come all the way full circle and sell these parts and pieces of these folks out here at home. Well, I, I was a high-end car dealer for years in California. I had a couple stores. And, yeah, we used to – I mean, people used to come in with all kinds of janky stuff. And I'm like, you know, I, I love it. Your car looks good, but you just have to know that – could probably avoid the warranty. Not, I'm not making the call. You know, the BMW or Mercedes, the manufacturer is, but uh, I mean to be able to do that now and have that that peace of mind. That's that's a very very strong thing because uh, we used to see people do stuff all the time, and you know we'd fight for them, but it'd avoid their warranty. So that's a that's a power broker move right there, Matt Hagen. For sure, man. <laughs> you know, and like we all like to rag on our stuff and go fast and you know uh, run it hard. You know, so it's. Uh, when you got that aftermarket stuff on there and, and something happens, it's, it's usually when it rains, it pours, is that old saying, you know? So you, uh, you, when it goes bad, it goes really bad a lot of times. Like in a funny car, man. Like when Ugh. it goes bad, I'm usually on fire, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, not not last year and not this year. But I got to ask you, because, you know, if, if they ever bring back the Hulk series or like, uh, uh, you know, Schwarzenegger movies, dude, you got to get an agent and you got to get in there because, uh, you know, you, you, you got the, you got the, I remember when you came to the sport, you were like half of you, but I got to, I got to hit on this with all your muscles and all that stuff. 
Can you really throw out the first pitch on Wednesday at the Rocky San Diego game? <laughs> I, I know you can get into the plate, but could it end up in the third deck? No, I'll tell you what, man. That's so funny. I threw out a pitch at the uh, San Francisco Giants game uh, years ago, and I bounced it, man. And the whole <laughs> the whole stadium booed. It was Whoa. like they're like, you want the ball? I was like, no, I don't want the ball, man. Like it had dirt all over it, you know. And about like I got up there and tried to pitch like back in the day when I was really pitching, and and I just threw it so hard, I threw it kind of down in the ground, and I was like, yeah, I think I'll just lob it in there, you know what I mean? So uh, kind of funny story. So it's funny that I'm throwing it out for the the Rockies and the, and the Giants, but uh, the last Giants game I threw it out for, I bounced it. So hopefully we can get a get a little better better throw this time. You been practicing? No, man, no. <laughs> it's just raw talent right here, buddy. Yeah, yeah there you go. Raw hey, well, that's, how, that's how you roll. Cut a good light and just, uh, you know, leave on them and get it done. And then uh, you and Leah are doing autograph session on Friday, uh, 3 to 3.30 up at the track <laughs> at the uh, Dodge Manufacturer's booth. Is that right? Yeah, we're actually in there early uh, for a two, like, two-day event at the track. I think if you go to your local dealer, um, and sign up. Uh, you can come out and run these these Hellcats that Rapid Racer is bringing up on Wednesday and Thursday at the track. So we're in there early, doing some stuff at the track, some you know, kind of like you know, drive and ride and some different stuff like that. And um, and then we're going to get over to that game and do that deal. And then some autograph sessions. And uh, I, I'm really disappointed we don't have the the block party. You know, down in Golden. Oh. It's always uh, always something that was like you know, kind of looking forward to that. You know, signing autographs down there, but. Hopefully they'll get that back next year and we can have some more fun with that. But man, I just I just love being in Denver, brother. You know what I mean? Like it's just a, a great place to be. The atmosphere is there. There's so many Mopar and Dodge enthusiasts and just power, you know, muscle car stuff enthusiasts out there. And, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a different animal up there. You know, with the the altitude and everything like that. But I feel like we, you know, we won with that combination. We didn't blow any bodies off. We didn't hurt the motor. <laughs> and we just kind of like took everything and we're like put it on the shelf and we're like don't touch it don't touch it until denver of next year so they're grabbing everything off the shelf and putting the, the car back together the same way it was when we won so i feel like you know being number one qualifier and winning the race last year we got at least a little shot at doing well up there i think yeah i got a I got a sweet 68 impala uh resto mod with a 383 stroker in it if you want to take a ride <laughs> Let's go, bro. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I'll bring. I'll try to bring it up to the to the press luncheon uh, on on Thursday. We'll uh, we'll do a little hot yeah. ride. Uh, it doesn't like it's a hundred degrees here. It's probably going to be like it always is, hot and sticky at the miles. I, I mean to ask you this because um, you are you are such you know, so built now, dude. Do you? Because these these funny cars are, are are mean little biatches. I mean, short wheelbase, narrow track, got a bunch of old tire. But is there sometimes that you find having all that muscularity that it helps you having to sometimes just get up on this thing and, and get hungry with it? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think a lot of it for me is just kind of like you know these cars what you don't see in there you do see sometimes they'll put an onboard cam with us and how much we really do have to work that steering wheel a lot in there and, and really be on top of it i don't think that you're ever ahead of these cars kurt i think like you're just trying to be with them and you're driving by the seat of your pants and you're just you're manhandling one of these funny cars all the way down that racetrack you know so um you know that I, my crew chief would definitely tell me there's a disadvantage to being as big as i am but I have yet to have a crew chief come back and said, well, we're out of power, you know, with a fuel funny car. Like, it's just, we make so much power. It's just really applying the power to the racetrack. So a bigger guy like me can get away with it. Now, if I was driving a pro stock car, 
I'd have had to been on a diet years ago, you know what I mean? So it's just kind of one of those things where, you know, our stuff is not naturally aspirated, you know. And I, I tell everybody it's traction control because I sit over top of that, the uh, rear end, you know. So when I hit the pedal, it plants a tire harder because I'm sitting over top of the rear end. <laughs> what do you weigh now? I'm like a 247 right now, I think. So oh, wow. I'm, uh, I'm probably the, the heaviest I've ever been, but I'm about the leanest I've ever been in a while. Oh, you yeah. Know? So it's just kind of one of those things where I'm just eating a lot of beef, man, not a lot of carbs, you know? Yep. I got about 10 seconds real quick. Uh, how much do you bench press? Not enough, Kurt. Not <laughs> enough. I tried to do two engine blocks a while back. Oh! And, uh, it was funny. It was a... Uh, it was a cool little stunt, but man, I didn't realize like those engines shaking back and forth, and how how tough that is to uh, to kind of balance all that. But it was a it was a cool PR little trick, you know, to bench those blocks like that. But uh, you know, I don't know, man, not, never enough. And you know, there's always somebody out there bigger, faster, stronger, brother. Yeah, just keep wrestling those big old steers you got back home on the ranch. Uh, it's uh, Matt. Hey, hey. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. You there? Uh, anyway, it's uh, Matt Hagen right there. There's a Dodge Power Broker Dodge Charger SRT Hellcat. You can see him one week from uh, this weekend at the Mopar. Well, not the Mopar Mile High Nationals anymore. It's the Dodge Power Brokers Nationals at uh, Bandemir Speedway. Matt Hagen right there. Go see him. He is right there with Robert Hype in the points. He's second currently. And I have a feeling that he'll be a big favorite to back it up from one year ago. It's Matt Hagen right there. It's Race Central on the radio right here. I'm the insider. And go to racecentralmedia.com. Right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, 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 baby mamas, mamas, yeah, go like this, I'm sorry Miss Jackson, Ooh, I am for real, welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The Blowtorch for Motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. 46 minutes after the hour. I uh, love having Matt Hagen on. Matt, uh, Matt and I go back a, a, a long, long ways. I remember his first year in the NHRA. And I'm not kidding. He was uh, about half the size uh, then as he is now. And then one year, and I don't remember the year. It was a long time ago. Uh, he's at the Mopar Big Block Party, and he walks up to me. I'm like, whoa, dude. Um, yeah, I was, you know, I like teasing him about that kind of stuff. He's going to throw out the first pitch, uh, Rockies, uh, Padres, and they'll be signing Friday. He and Leah up uh, at the manufacturer's midway. But uh, because we're, we're talking a lot of NHRA this week, why not as we lead up to the Mile High Nationals uh, just a week away? And uh, we got a youngster who is, uh, well, he's following. The apple's not falling falling far from the tree, let's put it that way. Uh, his, his dad, Chris McGaha, running pro stock. Uh, Mason, currently six in points, dude. Um, boy, you're getting it done. Yeah, we've, we've, we've had a pretty solid season. I mean, you know, started off in 2020, and it was, that was the, when all the COVID stuff was going down and so it was it was a weird start for us and kind of got our ourselves going last year kind of like you could call that my real rookie year and then next year we've had a i feel like a pretty solid run yeah these cars uh, the pro stalkers, as I say all the time, I mean, it's the most competitive category in the NHRA. I mean, you can be, you know, you can be, uh, you know, two tenths uh, off the pole and you're not you're not going to the round of 16. I mean, you're I mean, you're pretty new at this. Uh, did you did you work 
and spend time with your dad as he was racing a pro stock and and kind of get pre-programmed for what this is all about? Or, I mean, how did all that come about? Uh, Chris, he, he was always at the races when he raced with his dad and, you know, my, I guess my granddad, and he's still around. He, we all work at the shop together, and I just was always around it. And so it was, it's really all I've ever known what to do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very unnatural, by the way. It just doesn't, you know, come, jump behind the wheel. Let's just, you know, get it done. If if you've got, um, let me ask this, if you've got a hole in your game right now, where where do you think that is, and, and how do you, what is it, and how do you make make it better? Um, in pro stock, well, like you're saying, it's it's a it's a tight tight field. I mean, you can be number one and run you know six fifty five or whatever, and like the number twelve car could be like six fifty six five. I mean, it's like it's it's all packed tight rail in there, and so with you know that being the case, you know having good reaction times is really where you can really step your your game up, and that's something I really try to bring to the table every time do you think you cut a good like are you good the tree uh i i always tell everybody i, I have my moments i i can <laughs> i can cut some good ones but i also have my moments where i'm early and in some cases late yeah you don't want that red light do you oh no no no, <laughs> that, <laughs> no, no. that red light comes on you don't you don't give yourself a chance no you're 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 all done do you do you practice uh uh, do you have some type of device where you practice uh, your tree work or what? I mean, how are you working on that? Because it can't just come in the car because, as you say, red light, go home. So do, do you do something to work on that? Uh, when my ca- car is at the shop, we can hook a deal up that hooks right up to the clutch linkage and even hooks up to the shifter where I can practice the shift light. And we have a tree right there like like it's the real deal, and I can sit there and, you know, hit it, you know, as many times as I want, just bam, 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 and I'll, I'll every now and then get in there and you know just hit hit it a couple of times and just give myself you know a refresher. Yeah, well, yeah, you got it. I mean, it's uh, yeah, learning on the job in a pro stock uh, NHRA event is is a pretty tough way to go. You've you've done some pretty impressive stuff though. You know, uh, if memory serves me correct, uh, three or four times you started at the bottom of the field, but won your first rounds this season. I mean, that's. You know, that's, that's uh, as the old saying goes, you know, get behind early so have plenty of time to catch up, but not so much in a pro stock car. But that's pretty stout, man. You don't get down on yourself, do you? No, and, I mean, the pro stock, the pro stock field is just, it's just tight. And we've, we've several times been on the lower end of the, the qualifying sheet, and I don't typically get too worked up on where I am qualifying. I mean, obviously you'd like to be number one, but, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, just get me on the sheet and we'll make it happen. Yeah, I mean, you've got one final round appearance, uh, which is still pretty impressive. You, I mean, is is could it could it come at 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 the Mile High Nationals or how close do you think you are? Uh, our our deal is we can we seem to have been able to just get to the semis. It seems like pretty, pretty often. It's just. After that point, it's been been our Achilles heel is somehow figuring out a way to win the semis and get to the final and ultimately win the final round. It's just we need a little bit. Of, seems like a little bit of luck, you know. Oh, Chris is one. He 
it's always been like he's had one of them little lucky rounds where it's like, you know, today's your day and it boosts you to the, you know, win at the end of the day. Well, yeah, luck, luck. Oh, I mean, I raced professionally for two decades. I mean, race, I still race. Uh, you know, luck is is a part of it. But you know, as the old saying goes, you know, great preparation and lots of hard work, you create your luck. So you know, if you just keep keep banging away, keep your head down, the quote unquote luck uh, will, will come to you. Have you ever been uh, to Denver before? Have you competed at Denver? Ever been here before? Uh, I've been. A handful of times when Chris has ran by, I've, I've never competed at Denver myself. Yeah, get ready, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, well, Chris has said that with the different conditions that the the one-two shift is is unlike any other. So, you know, we're going to see how, how that shakes out. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll tell you, to start carbo-loading and uh, drinking lots of your Powerade or Gatorade or Celsius or whatever, you know, Pedialyte. I drink a ton of Pedialyte because uh, it'll be 100-plus for three days. And I know sometimes when we're out of High Plains Raceway, road racing, you know, we've got a little temperature thing in the car, and it's sometimes 152 degrees. You know, it's – it. Uh, I mean, fortunately, you're only in the car for four seconds. But, uh, it. you know, fatigue uh, can create mental mental mistakes, you know, red lights, stuff like that. I, I've talked to – I mean, I, I love drag racing. You know, we just had Matt Hagen on, and, and Robert's going to join us later in the program, Robert Height. You know, um, I've had them tell me, man, I, I felt – I felt sluggish in the, when I got in the car. I felt tired. And sure enough, man, they, they, they cut a crappy light or they red light or something. So, you know, be sure and get out of the sun. I, I sound like your dad. My God. I mean, you know, Jesus criminy. But uh, I could be your dad. I'm old. But, um, uh, yeah, just, you know, take care of yourself and, and load on up. And, and uh, you know, what can I tell you? It's... Uh, <laughs> You're going to have a lot of fun. It's it's Mason Magaha right there uh, here on Race Central on the radio. Mason, thanks so much for joining us. I'll try to uh, track you down at the Mile Highs and uh, say hi and shake your hand. But have a great weekend. Uh, currently six in the points. I mean, you're not that far out, buddy. Just keep doing what you're doing. But uh, have a great weekend. And uh, you know, store up that, those electrolytes. Oh, is Mason. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you for having me on. Oh, my pleasure, Mason. We were having some, uh, like, the Hawaii, the old Hawaii phone call. I speak and it takes 45 seconds to get to somebody. What the hell? It is Race Central Radio. Mason, have a great weekend. We'll see you at the Mile High Nationals. We're brought to you by uh, Colpar's Hobbytown, Colpar.com, Coyote Motorsports, CoyoteMotorsports.com, Dream Cars at DreamCars.com, and Fred's Place. That's Colpar Hobbies, two locations to serve you, and Colpar.com. Uh, visit the new des- redesigned website and sign up for the newsletter. Get it done now that's how you get first shot at all the cool stuff and we've got a lot of events and some raffles and prizes and stuff coming up as we uh, meander into the the back third of the season but we're not going to leave you hanging we are the premier home more good stuff and oh my god the first hour power the dodge uh, power brokers first power hour the second hour power coming up after this and racecentralmedia.com